Welcome to Add Bible, an audio daily devotion from the Ezra Project. We join Alan J. Huth as he shares Bible passages and comments from over 30 years of his personal Bible reading journals. Today brings us to Matthew chapter 16. We'll listen to the recording from Faith Comes by Hearing of the 28 verses of Matthew 16. Matthew 16. And the Pharisees and Sadducees came, and to test him they asked him to show them a sign from heaven. He answered them, When it is evening, you say, it will be fair weather, for the sky is red. And in the morning it will be stormy today, for the sky is red and threatening. You know how to interpret the appearance of the sky, but you cannot interpret the signs of the times. An evil and adulterous generation seeks for a sign, but no sign will be given to it except the sign of Jonah. So he left them and departed. When the disciples reached the other side, they had forgotten to bring any bread. Jesus said to them, Watch and beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and Sadducees. And they began discussing it among themselves, saying, We brought no bread. But Jesus, aware of this, said, O you of little faith, why are you discussing among yourselves the fact that you have no bread? Do you not yet perceive? Do you not remember the five loaves for the five thousand, and how many baskets you gathered? Or the seven loaves for the four thousand, and how many baskets you gathered? How is it that you fail to understand that I did not speak about bread? Beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and Sadducees. Then they understood that he did not tell them to beware of the leaven of bread, but of the teaching of the Pharisees and Sadducees. Now, when Jesus came into the district of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, Who do people say that the Son of Man is? And they said, Some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. He said to them, But who do you say that I am? Simon Peter replied, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered him, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And I tell you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Then he strictly charged the disciples to tell no one that he was the Christ. From that time, Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things from the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and on the third day be raised. And Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him, saying, Far be it from you, Lord! This shall never happen to you! But he turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan! You are a hindrance to me, for you are not setting your mind on the things of God, but on the things of man. Then Jesus told his disciples, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. 
For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and forfeits his soul? Or what shall a man give in return for his soul? For the Son of Man is going to come with his angels in the glory of his Father, and then he will repay each person according to what he has done. Truly I say to you, there are some standing here who will not taste death until they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. In 1992, I summarized Matthew chapter 16 by referring to four specific verses. Verse 3, Jesus tells us to discern the signs of the times. Beware of religious teachings, he says. Verse 16, Peter declares Jesus as Messiah. Verse 23, you are not setting your mind on God's interests, but man's. And then verse 26, what will a man give in exchange for his soul? In 2007, I had a little bit different view of this. I wrote, if we question Jonah's three days in a whale, we question Jesus, who verified the story in verse 4 and in chapter 12, verse 39. Is it harder to believe Jonah spent three days in the belly of a whale, or that Jesus was crucified, died, and rose in three days? I continue to write, Quoting verse 13, Who do people say the Son of Man is? People have differing opinions like today, but the real question is, but who do you say that I am? It's personal. Can we say like Peter, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God? In 2016, I wrote in my journal, Again, Jesus verifies the story of Jonah. I continue to write, Jesus warns us to beware of the teachings of religious leaders. Sometimes our religious leaders do not have God, Jesus, biblical truth at the heart of their messages. Jesus asks two great questions. Who do people say the Son of Man is? Then, but who do you say that I am? The second question is personal. We all will be held accountable for our answer. He is the Christ, the Son of the living God. And then Jesus builds his church, not men. Satan cannot defeat the church. And then I wrote, after that confession, part of Jesus' mission is complete, recognition that he is the Messiah. He now starts part two, paying the price for sin. I concluded my journal entry that year with this statement, contrast. Peter proclaims Jesus is the Christ. Next, Jesus is rebuking Satan in Peter. So let's focus in on these questions from Jesus. Who do people say the Son of Man is? I remember years ago, there were still disputes about whether he even walked on the earth. I think that's pretty dispelled today, and people believe that Jesus did exist as a person. But who do people say that I am? Well, some say he's a prophet, like the other prophets, Joseph Smith, Muhammad, and other prophets of our day. Others say he's a good teacher. And some say he was a man, but certainly not the Son of God, because God is one and he has no son. That's basically the belief of Islam. So let's go back through these claims for a moment. A prophet? He claimed to be much more so. He claimed to fulfill the law, and the prophets. 
and in verse 20 of this chapter, it says, Then he strictly charged the disciples to tell no one that he was the Christ. So Jesus himself claims that he's far more than a prophet. What about a good teacher? I think when we call somebody a good teacher, a good teacher would not lie, right? So if we want to claim Jesus to be a good teacher, we have to believe the truth of what he's teaching. For example, he refers to himself as the Son of Man. He calls God his Father. And he said he would rise from the dead. So if we want to claim Jesus as a good teacher, either we claim that he's lying about some of these things, or we have to believe as a good teacher he's speaking the truth. And lastly, the argument that he was a man, but not the Son of God. Earlier in the Gospel of Matthew, in chapter 3, when Jesus was baptized, we read in verse 16, And when Jesus was baptized, immediately he came up from the water, and behold, the heavens were opened to him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and coming to rest on him. And behold, a voice from heaven said, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. And tomorrow, when we read chapter 17, we're going to read about the transfiguration of Jesus. And in that chapter, it says, A bright cloud overshadowed them, and a voice from the cloud said, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. So who do people say the Son of Man is? Then and now, many people have descriptions of Jesus other than who he really is. But all of us have a choice, right? We all have a choice to believe what we want to believe. But if we choose to believe these things, we are not believing according to a biblical worldview. The more important question then is the second question Jesus asked. But who do you say that I am? And of course, Peter replies, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And remember, what does the Christ mean? It's Greek for Messiah. So today, the question is not what other people think about who Jesus is. The question is, who do you think Jesus is? Do you believe, like Peter, that he is the Christ, the Son of the living God? So our practical application from Matthew chapter 16 is to answer this question personally. But who do you say that I am? Lord, I thank you for all those listening to the podcast who can say in their heart of hearts, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And for anyone who is listening today who cannot say that, I pray, Lord, your Holy Spirit will reveal truth to them. And again, where do you say they can find truth? You say, sanctify them in the truth. Thy word is truth. So as we continue to examine the scriptures through Ad Bible podcasts and our own personal time in your word, reveal your truth to us. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. I cannot conclude this podcast without giving you an invitation. If you have struggled to say that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God, then contact the Ezra Project. Reach us at ezraproject.net. There's a contact area and you can just write me and I'll be happy to try to answer any of the questions you have. Or go visit a Bible-believing church and ask these questions there with a pastor who can help you understand that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God. 
But please, don't let the question linger in your heart. Earlier in the Gospel of Matthew, in chapter 7, verse 7, it says, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. And lastly, in this chapter, in verse 26, For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and forfeits his soul? Answer the question, but who do you say that I am?